This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Yo, Houston, Texas, you already know where I came from. Yesterday and Friday, day 288 and day 289, I performed All Lives Matter. At Jones Hall We're going to talk about it A lot of thanks in order This is episode 128 The Book of John I appreciate you rocking with me Walk with me Let's go Houston, Texas, man Let's get right to it Um, I don't want to be long I don't want to hold you You know um, I don't have much to talk about this episode I, I performed yesterday And I performed on Friday The 15th and the 16th Like I said I would If you check my Instagram At John Ross Dyke On Instagram And on Twitter I put on the patent leather ones I had on a black suit It wasn't a tux Shout out to my man JPR Styling Just feels right Shout out to my man um, Wayne Willis Of Well Groom Man uh, Shout out to Jordan Brand Even though I'm not endorsed by them um, shout out to Jones Hall A lot of thanks in order um, But I'm here man And I appreciate you rocking with me uh, So let's begin man um, I talked about a lot Not a lot But I talked about some things In episode 127 Right there are a lot of things that I have to give out today, and I want to make sure that I get them all out. I wrote some of them down. Um, I want to perform the piece that I wrote for the show yesterday. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to Patrick Davis. If you ever tune into this episode, I appreciate you considering me to be in your project. It's everything that I as an actor have ever wanted um, to be recognized for previous work and to automatically get that nod to be in a project. It means the world to me and I can't wait to work with you again. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Outside of just how you handle business, just the just the forwardness. Um I enjoyed your spirit and I appreciate your time. I appreciate your consideration. Thank you very much for bringing me back to the stage and it being Jones Hall. Round of applause. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode 128 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. My name is John Ross Dyke, the first founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, if you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Directly to my left hand side is the trophy that I give to everybody that comes on the podcast, every creative that comes on the podcast. Also give them a What's Next podcast t-shirt. The seasons are changing, so you see me in, me in a windbreaker. The seasons are changing, so you see me in a windbreaker. The Astros are in the ALCS. They're, we're one and one with the Boston Red Sox right now. You see me in an Astros fitted. I told my man, me and my man were talking. We said, no more other city fitteds. It don't make no sense to be from this city or any city and rock another city's fitted. No more other cities fitteds. The only fitteds you're going to see me on are SVI fitteds and and Houston Astros fitteds. Maybe Rockets fitteds and I'll make an exception for Baltimore Ravens fitteds because I am a Baltimore Ravens fan. But if you would also connect with me on Instagram and Twitter as well. And that's John Ross Dyke, uh, still underscore visionary and the what's next pod. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm fresh from church today, but I'm fresh off the stage. And there's no other feeling like it. 
there is no other feeling like it in the world. Um, two feelings, right? In the for for as an actor, as a poetic actor, as a poet, poet, and an actor, the two feelings. There's um, getting off the stage, and there's completing the film for me. And um, I'm here to talk about the aspect of getting off the stage, right? Um, it's like none other. It's everything I remembered it to be. I think the last time I was on stage was Forever Yours. And um, it's been a long time. So to get the phone call, like I talk about in episode 127, and I talk about episode 111, to get the phone call that somebody wanted to work with me, man, it was just, it was an opportunity that I had to seize. But in that opportunity, um, I felt like I, 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 had, I had turned the doorknob of a locked door. And writing a poem and uh, I'm reminded yesterday um, as my heart was pounding see I said everybody was like yo you good you good and and we were asking everybody that everybody like I'm, I'm gonna be honest it was a lot of us that have done this poetry thing and I think I'm the least experienced it's a lot of us that have done this poetry thing right um, it's very few of us that have been um, on the stage of Jones Hall It's very few of us So We all were reciting our lines In the, ward, in the, in, in the wardrobe room we were, we were all reciting our lines We were all reciting our poems We were talking We got there Friday at 2.30 So I took half the day off To get there for um, sound check To rehearse and everything And we were reciting our poems Right And you know You have that false Assurity Yeah I'm good You're good now but when the director on the off that you can't see that people can't see off stage says, take your positions, you can walk on stage. Going from stage right or stage left to stage right, right? You're, not, you're, you're okay till then. So when I'm lining up after we get off the first, after, after the first show ends, I'm lining up in my spot like I rehearsed. And they give me the cue to walk on. I'm the first one to walk on. I'm also the first one to perform the poem. The name of the poem, the, the name of the show was Black Blue, All Lives, Oh My, but I was the one that went first. I talked about pressure last episode, right? Um, and to go first, you set the tone. So I'm in rehearsal every week and I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, my poem is cool, but Man, how did I get here to this point? Again, Patrick Davis, I appreciate you. How do I get to this point? Jayla Jenkins, I appreciate you. How do I get to this point was my question, right? Um, I'm reminded that I am a poet. I mean, that is where I got my start from. That is who I am in a nutshell. I am a performer who will prefer the um, longevity, the memorability of film. But anytime I can hop on that stage, I'm excited to do so. And uh, I was afforded that opportunity this past 15th and 16th of October, still in Libra season. Oh, by the way, happy belated birthday to my niece, uh, Abby Richardson, and happy birthday um, to my brother-in-law, my bigger brother, Clarence Eugene Farmer, Junior or Clarence Eugene Farmer the second. Uh, happy birthday to y'all. Um, so October the sixteenth, the closing show is always a better show. It's always a better show, and it's always a better show because 
people are more relaxed on the weekend. They're more freer. They understand that, you know, I waited all day. I'm not rushing from from work. I'm, I came from home, so I'm going to have a good old time. People were more relaxed and more involved in the closing show than they were on the Friday show. And, um, you know, it was an experience like none other. If you check my Instagram, I made sure to leave nothing behind. I told y'all that I was going to put on the white ones, and that's what I did. Now, my suit wasn't a tux, but close enough. It was a black suit provided by my man, Phil Adesulu, a.k.a. Just Feels Right, a.k.a. JPR Styling. And my bow tie came from my man, Wayne Willis, a.k.a. Well-Grown Man. And I had a pen and cufflinks that was, that was supplied to me by Still Visionary Inc. Visit my website at stillvisionaryinc.com. So, um, I want to get into um, the poem, right? Um, the inspiration behind it. Um, I'm going to talk to Jayla, right? So let me go ahead and call her. But uh, it was it was like an experience of none other, man. You know, I just, um, I'm appreciative. And, and let's talk for a second. Yep. Hey. Yo, what's going on? Nothing. How you doing? I'm good. I'm great. I'm off stage. Uh, you know, I'm a day removed from the stage, and I can still smell the scent of Jen's, Jones Hall on my shirt. I know. How you feel? Ain't it great. <laughs> How you feeling? I feel. I feel good. Last night was great. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying this that. Weekend. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying this whole weekend was great. You know, I was just saying that um, the closing show is always better than the opening show. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I always feel like it is something about that opening show. You working out the kinks mm. and then the closing show that's you in the zone. Yeah. You know, we were rehearsing our lines um, or our poems rather on Friday. And even though I felt like I was ready when we took our positions to walk on stage, my heart was throbbing. Did you have the same yeah. feeling? Um, yeah, just watching y'all, just <laughs> standing in the wings, watching. I'm like, okay, why? You just be nervous. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> oh man, so um, uh, look, man, I, again, I, I had to say this episode that I have a lot of thank yous to give out. Um, my first thank you was to Patrick. Uh, my second thank you is to you. Uh, my, you're welcome. My second thank you is to you, man. You know, I'm reminded. And I was saying something to you all um, when we were in wardrobe. I was saying that as a Virgo, um, or me, me in particular, when I get around a group of things or a group of people that I'm familiar with, I never let them go. And I'm reminded of that feeling because Ashley and you I started with y'all and to yeah. be on stage with Ashley again in that, in that type of platform, um, it just brings, it's full circle, brings me back to the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's to be on that stage. I know it was really epic for y'all. Hmm. That is, uh, um, that's something that don't happen for many. You right. Know? Let, let's, let's keep it real. That's something that don't happen for black people. Not yeah. at that location. 
I want to just keep it. I want to keep it a hundred because you know, you know what the lady was telling us on closing night. Like she said that the poems were, uh, and the whole theme was uncomfortable, but necessary, and that stuck out to me. Yeah, she did say that. She was really, she was really into it. She was really like impressed. Mm. Very. Mm. Because if you, it's one of those things where it's like you know it was very necessary, and I think that. Um, I just appreciated even the angles that we were coming from because everybody had a unique feel and everybody's words were pertinent. Everybody's words were pertinent. And I'm just glad to be a part of such a historic event. Yeah. It don't don't feel real, huh? Uh, Like I said in episode 127, I've partied at Jones Hall once two decades ago before I was married while I was, uh, I think I was in college at the time, but to perform and see all them red seats, even if they didn't touch the top of the uh, of the balcony area, just to see the crowd was full on closing night. It was full. I could actually see people's faces before I couldn't see people's faces. Oh, you can actually see them this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the girl that was, uh, like the girl and her daughter who was standing next to Ashley's parents. I saw them. They were um, audience right, stage left. So they were audience right, stage left. And I saw them on, on the first or second row. And I was like, man, it, it is packed in here. It is packed. Man. It was just being backstage, listening to you guys. I was just really, really happy. Right. Right. Did you what, what what any anything that could have been better anything that uh you didn't expect what 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 was your whole feeling after outside of the performances I mean I think everything just was great I mean I I don't think anything could have been better mm. it was what it was for what it was mm. You know what I mean everything that happened was already designed to happen mm. Um I probably would have added just a little bit more far as um, the things that y'all did as a group. Mm. The hand hand claps, the hand claps were good. Yes. I like the hand claps. I like um, when y'all stood up for the um, Negro national anthem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Ashley had a fist up. Mm -hmm. And I Um, I wanted to do that too, but I felt not necessarily conflicted, but I felt like, damn, I'm representing all lives matter. I want to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, and f- I used my peripheral to count the number of claps. When I saw Ashley do it in rehearsal, I said, okay, I'm going to do it as well. And I don't know if Spoken Bean did it, but but I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to assume. Did. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so maybe if we all had something, like if we had all rehearsed doing something as a unit, that would have been dope, even though yeah. it was all improvised and we did we did what we did. Yeah, that was good. Like, I know we had decided that on dress rehearsal night. Mm. And I was, um, well, it just implemented a little bit more, but other than that, it was flawless. It was flawless. It was, um, everything was so well received. Mm. And as she said, it was uncomfortable, but it needed to be heard. And I just feel like we brought blackness mm. to Jones Hall. Mm. The, um, the, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What they're not used to. The, what they're not used to because they they have some ballet african-american dancers and stuff like that and 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 those and those um 
those classical pieces that might have one or two black people in there. But in terms of an all black cast and speaking on the topics that we were speaking on, I think that, yeah, it might have been might have been. It definitely was uncomfortable to hear to hear. Definitely. And that and that's what I was talking about. The topic, mm. the topics that we were speaking on, the subject matter, because no matter what your topic was, it still all went back. So what it's like being black in America. Mm. 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 All right, Jay. Um, I want to, I'm, I'm so glad you answered the phone when I called. Um, thank you for being You're on welcome. episode 128. I will talk to you soon. You're welcome. Anytime. Enjoy it. You have a good day. No doubt. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So I want you to imagine being inside Jones Hall. The stage is black. From stage left, audience right, four people, four African-American people, four black people walk out on stage and sit on four black stools. There's a podium in the center of the stage and a microphone which I thought when I rehearsed was quite uncomfortable because I wanted to be able to move around the stage, but I think it worked out for the best. There is a screen behind us four that has a visual that plays. After the first portion, we're about a minute, maybe a minute and a half in, I stand up. And I walk to the center of the stage. And I say. To the. I'm only Christian on Sundays. I only believe that Jesus Christ saves on certain days. Black on black crime is one thing when we do it. White on black crime is unforgivable when blacks go through it. And we see blue on black crime daily. We should be getting used to it. I want to remind you that. Black lives matter, blue lives matter after, but most importantly, all lives matter. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm in rare form. How can I, a black man, 
a black man say that? And I would reply, in a day and age where every black child is force-fed black lives matter, I'm here to perform a piece about all lives matter. I want you to know that everything I started, I stopped. In search of where to start, I asked the pastor, what Bible verse comes to mind when I say all lives matter? He said nothing. Because black lives matter. This. No, no, no. That from a man of God who's aware of a lost cause and attempts to teach, searching at volume sacred law for the correct scriptures to read. He said, John 3.16. For the Lord so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth should not perish but have everlasting life. He said the book of John is about life. His stare piercing cut through me like a ginsu in his eyes. I saw what he meant and really wanted to say. He said, whosoever, whosoever in this context meant all the Texan, European, Nigerian or Dominican. No matter who you are, you got to answer when the Lord calls. He said the book of John is about life. So if a black man is murdered by a white cop or an ex-black military man shoots down Dallas police officers, Jesus sees sin as sin. So who cares about the color of our skin? Some Christians do, but lucky for us, everlasting life can't be found in you. He said that the book of John is about life and those that believe it find peace and understanding God's will. One city, one country, one state. That's the Lord's deal. To my, I'm only Christian on Sundays. I only believe that Jesus Christ saves on certain days. Black on black crime is terrible when we do it. White on black crime should be unforgivable when anybody goes through it. And we see blue on black crime daily. We'll never get used to it. I want to remind you that black lives matter. Blue lives matter after. But most importantly, all lives matter. Houston, Texas, that was a poem that I performed um, on the 15th and 16th of October at Jones Hall. Um, I want to say thank you to Spa Houston. That's um, Society for Performing Arts. Thank you for thank you to Spa Houston for hosting um, Patrick Davis and Black Blue All Lives All My um, this past Friday and Saturday. I want to say uh, most importantly, because the inspiration came from um, past. I want to use his name. Um, Pastor James Oden um, of 305 Church of the Living Word 305 uh, that's my wife's church my mother-in-law's church uh, my in-law's church uh, shout out to Sister Sheila shout out to Rhea shout out to Letha May uh, rest in peace Bernadine Cole um, yeah I asked Pastor Oden um, what Bible verse came to mind and so I want to make sure that it, 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 it I know it might sound like a slight but in creativity, that was just the emphasis that I put on it to kind of like draw from the crowd. Right. But um, when Pastor Odin said that, I can understand. Listen, listen, like Jayla was saying. It was touchy. To perform that piece or those pieces in Jones Hall. Jones Hall was snow white. I mean, it's no way to say it. And here you have, you know, Ashley's piece was about Black Lives Matter. You know, she said black lives matter has mattered since life had matter. And and and, you know, um, 
she said a lot of things that could kind of be like, uh, kind of <laughs> Mario did this thing in Grosser Diaries where uh, um, the his boss was advancing on him. And so he kind of, the camera got cut to him grabbing his chair to brace himself like, oh, well, hold on. And some of those people I could kind of feel were like that when, when Ashley was performing a piece. Equality's piece was so dope. Right. Equality's piece was so dope that, um, man, I was just like, man, we were talking in the wardrobe and I was just like, oh, man, I, I thought to write from two perspectives, but I couldn't figure it out. And he was like, listen, I really kind of like how you highlighted the hypocrisy. Right. And and that's kind of what I wanted to lean on towards, you know, when I was talking to Pastor Odin, when he said nothing right. He's, this is how he said it. he said um, nothing right now because Black Lives Matter. But if I am clear and and if i'm thinking properly and if i'm speaking from the heart he would say john three sixteen, and you know when i was in rehearsals and i was telling them about this conversation that i had ashley was like hey you know what i was kind of expecting to hear that conversation in the poem so i think it's very important to highlight that i wrote the poem but i had the the, the guidance that i received you know because like i say I would probably be the youngest poet on stage. I don't normally just go out performing poetry around Houston. I'm inspired to do more, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm kind of like, this is where I kind of like to project and, and, and promote and, and, you know, be artistic here on this podcast. And um, I got to thank her. I got to thank Jayla again for kind of helping me structure my thoughts, kind of helping me clean it up. Because at first I was like, man, it's three and a half minutes long. How do I get to three and a half minutes? But I don't think it's necessarily about the length and time. It's more about what you're saying. And I, I'm eternally grateful for them um, kind of helping me get to that point where I'm just like, all right, well, here it is. This is what it is. And I'm happy with this product because memorizing the poem this go around was totally different. I didn't have to write it down like I normally do. When I memorize something and try to put it to my into my head so I can recite it fluently like I just did. I don't normally just, I got to write it down. I got to break it down. But writing a poem and kind of like bracing myself like that, it really helped me kind of memorize it and commit it to memory. Although um, I had two points this weekend where I wish I could take back. But, you know, nobody knew that it was there. Only I did. Right. And so um, to pass old and I appreciate um, the Bible verse. I really do. Because I wouldn't have figured that out. And, and, you know, in the writing process, it was it was pivotal to have somebody kind of guide you. I wouldn't have figured that out. So to uh, Pastor Oden, I really appreciate it. Um, um, thank you for helping me kind of pin that idea down. Uh, I'm eternally grateful. Uh, listen, man, um, there was there were um, there were artists that were on before us. Say, girl, say. Um two Caucasian American girls were performing an album. Um, the song that's on my mind is from that album, um, Buried Alive. I really like that record. And uh, when I wrote, when I wrote uh, All Lives Matter, the piece I performed, I took a lot from Nas. I took that, I'm in rare form from Nas, from Rare. And uh, I took uh, One City, One Country, One State from um, Nobody featuring Lauryn Hill. And uh, Joe Budden, his music has always been introspective to me. And he had a record. I think it was um, it might have been on um, um, Murder Music 3. 
Um, uh, no matter who you are, you got to answer when the Lord calls. I took that line from him. Right. And so in researching what I wanted to write about and make it factual, um, you know, I said repeatedly on stage for a black man being killed. And then the second day I changed it to uh, a black man murdered by a white cop. Man, it's frequent, you know, it's frequent. And I do believe that uh, white on black violence is terrible. Black on black violence is terrible. Definitely. White on black violence is terrible for anybody that goes through it. Right. And blue and black violence is just it's it's unquestionable. Right. And so um, I really like being challenged writing about that. I think that um, it had been it had been difficult for me to write about anything. Right. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm more of a romantic when it comes to poetry, love and relationships. But um, this is the first time that I've written a piece um, that was that I was directed to write. And I'm just grateful for that opportunity, man. Um, this is episode 128, um, the book of John. Inside my book, inside my book, right? Um, this is day 290. This is day 290. This is day 290. Day 290, um, which means we have 75 days left. 360, 290 from 365 is 75. So we have 75 days left. Um, we're still in the fourth quarter, still in Libra season. 75 days, man. I'm really just, uh, I'm locked in. And let me tell you why I'm locked in because uh, that cash app rang. That cash app rang yesterday after the show in an amount that I was not expecting. So I'm eternally grateful. If I can get back to that point, then I can really say yesterday's price is not today's price. I've been waiting to say that, right? Even though for me, it's not it's not all the way valid, but I've been waiting to say that yesterday's price is not today's price. But in 75 days, I hope that I can really live to that. I hope that I can really live to that, man, because it's boys getting it out here and I want to be one of those ones getting it. You know what I mean? Um Shout out to Waltrip High School. Shout out to all my kids, the freshman class of 2025. Shout out to them. I think them. I appreciate them. A lot of them have been checking to see how the poem was going to go, how the show went. And I really wish a lot of them could have come out and see what it looks like um, to think outside the box, to be an artist. Right. Uh, shout out to my lovely wife, Kizzy Danae Ross Dyke. I love you with all my heart and soul. Baby D, rest in peace, King. I love you with all my heart and soul. Um, shout out to my family. The Dykes, the Farmers, um, there's the Tendus, the Norrises. Um, shout out to Kings of Israel, number 19, AF and AM. Shout out to Booker T. Washington, class 2003. Mrs. At Booker T. Washington in the high school for engineering professions. And, um, yo, um, yeah, episode 128, the book of John, inside my book, right? I got 75 days to see if I can crack another three, four, five, six grand. Um, I'm just, it's just a grind. Slow boogie, focus, locked in. Make sure you buy a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? I make Zodiac sign shirts as well. You know, I got, you know, the, um, uh, hello, my name is. Never mind. My shirt said Virgo. Your shirt could say Libra or Sagittarius or Capricorn or Scorpio 
or Leo. It could say whatever you want it to say. Um, month of October, fourth quarter, 75 days left in 2021. Oh, man. Um, and I know that you guys are tired of seeing me every week, Dolo. I'm looking to fix that. Got a couple of conversations lined up moving forward. Shout out to Rory and Maul. You know, uh, really shout out to them because, you know, when you leave that big of a platform, some people might consider you done. Some people might consider you done. Some people might say, oh, you're washed. But, you know, they believe they stood to their, their morals. They stood to their grounds and they signed that big contract and they're going to be dropping sometime in November. So shout out to them for uh, staying true to their values and their core and, and um, finding what work, what works best for them. And, you know, coming out with a bag, you know, what I mean, because their voices are very needed in podcasting as well. Shout out to all the Houston podcasters, man. Um you know what I mean? Thank you for um, constant motivation to keep dropping and not die out. It's important. Um, yeah, man. Just keep on pushing. What else? Uh, what else? Just more more people to talk to this month. Um, more people to look towards this month. And, uh, yo, I appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. You already know what time it is, right? You already know what time it is, man. I sell merch. The seasons are changing. I got hoodies. Yes, I embroider. Yes, I press on them. Yes, I put photos on them as well. Uh, I got hats for sale. Stillvisionary.com slash merch. I do what I do for myself to prove that I could do it for others. Make sure that you tell people that I did a poem on this episode. If you're watching this episode, I love you. Rock with you. and See you next time. Peace and blessings. John Ross Dyke I, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next now podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time.